This episode of Two True Freaks is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades.com offers 37% off all major publishers. InStockTrades.com offers free shipping for orders over $50. Most orders are shipped within 48 hours, and there are thousands of titles currently in stock. That's InStockTrades.com. And be sure to tell them Two True Freaks sent you. Two True Freaks reaches thousands of listeners each and every month. If you would like to sponsor an episode, please stay tuned after this show for details. I find their illogic and foolish emotions constant irritant. Then transfer out, freak! Two Belong in the circus, right next to the dog-faced boy. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit. Ah! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? And now, together by live simulation via the internet. Scott Cardinal. He's an asshole. And Chris Honeywell. Boy, is he strange. It appears we have lost our sex appeal, Captain. Yes. Hi, Two True Freaks here. So, you've decided you want to make a podcast. Well, as expert podcasters, Scott Gardner and I will give you our exclusive plan that will tell you exactly how to make that blockbusting podcast that you want to make. We can guarantee you millions of dollars in podcasting revenues. You'll be celebrities. You'll be the envy of everybody on your block, including the women. Or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Scott and I talked about... Uh, oh, by the way, I'm Chris Honeywell, and my co-host here is Scott Gardner. How's it going? And we do the Two True Freaks podcast, if you don't already know. And we were talking about doing this for a while, but our big fear of it was was sounding pretentious. as like, hey, we'll show you how to make a podcast as if we were like you know some sort of big podcasters or whatever now that we're the world's most popular podcast we're gonna tell you how it's done yeah i I did not want to come off like that at all we'll hold your hand and take you down the exact path that took us to success which (laughs) is a great laugh which path which path was that (laughs) which path was that yeah exactly i need to back up (laughs) but i did think as a source of amusement and entertainment and as sort of a public service and to sort of pay back the people that helped us when when we decided to do a podcast 
you know, uh, I, 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 we thought it would be a good idea to do this. I, I you know? think you're I mean, forgetting the, the one that convinced me of this is the, the point that you made to me that, that swayed me on this idea was when you said, you know, and you didn't mean it in a, in, a, in like a mean or, 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 or any, you know, like a disparaging, disparaging way. way. But you, you basically said, you know, who was there for us when we were starting out? And that's a very good point that there were some people. Don't get me wrong. There oh, were yeah. some people. But for the most part, yeah, we were pretty much on our own. And, you know, as we'll come out over the course of the show, we are not the kind of, uh, you know, I, we keep getting called like veteran podcasters, which freaks me out because Jesus Christ, we haven't even been around two years yet. We've been around about two years. But, I mean, yeah, you know, just, we, we just keep about. getting looked at by all these startup podcasts like like we're some sort of, well, to, like... to someone who's been doing a six, podcast for six months or so, I guess we are veterans. Or maybe, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long people last in podcast world. i got to say, for the amount of time and effort put into it, I imagine a lot of people they come may not go. last two years. Yeah, they come and know? go fairly fairly quickly. Yeah, it, it is. But, but I, you know, I know I'm speaking for you too, and I say, you know, we love doing this. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and um, well, one of the big things is when we first started out, and the the people who encouraged us, I have to say, you know, were, were that was just the greatest thing. You know, when we when we there were a couple people when we first started out. I think Scott just sort of popped up and and you know just sort of asked for any advice and said hey i want to do a podcast but i don't really know anything about it what do i do and there were a few just sort of dismissive replies but then there were i think two people who literally went and like took a picture of their setup at their house and and said this is this is what you have to do to get going and that got us going and um and then when we first started podcasting, we had, you know, and I'm not going to mention any names or anything here, but we did have people who were sort of actively discouraging us yeah. from doing it, in, whether directly or indirectly. or You know, there were a lot of people who were like, well, it's a, it's a little pond and we don't need any more fish in it. And, and, right. But I'm, I'm a, in complete disagreement with that. I think the more the merrier. And I, I, I just know there's a lot of people out there who listen to podcasts and think, that they would like to do it also, that it would be fun to do it. And I just want to be here to say, yes, it would be fun to do it, and you should do it. And, and you can very easily, if you're on the computer listening to it, then you probably have the resources to do it yourself. It's I'll agree with everything you just said to a point, and I'm going to come back to the, I'm not sure exactly, see, we didn't discuss this beforehand. We pretty much just started recording with an idea. So I don't know what your notes or format are for this episode i'm just kind of riding shotgun on this one but that's a point i do want to come back to later that yes i i absolutely agree with you i i don't think that it's you know a small pond and that there's only so you know there's only room for so many i think it's like you said i think it's a more the merrier situation yeah it's an infinite pond but infinite room for everybody but with certain caveats and Mm -hmm. and i'm going to come back to that in a little bit okay I, I wanted to start out right away with just a nuts and bolts. Somebody wants to make a podcast. Here's what you're going to need to do to right, do it. Right. Yeah. Here's your and, here's your school supply list. Yeah. And I would say the first thing before you, you get any software, before you start setting yourself up physically to do it, is to s- decide 
what you want to do. Now, you don't have yes. to come up. It, it depends on your own comfort level and what you have planned to do because I ain't going to tell you what to do or what format that you want to choose or how long you want to do it. But get an idea, and it doesn't have to be the exact idea that you're ultimately going to want forever, but, you know, form form a little bit of an idea of the subject you want to do and how, how you want to approach it and how you want um, people to hear how you you approach it you know and um can i and get can your I, thoughts together on that before you even start can i interject something here sure and i'm sorry this is probably my most pretentious statement for the entire episode but i feel that this is very very important well, get it, yeah get it over I, with i'm right just out at the beginning, I'm, this is my biggest point my most important one the one i feel most passionately about and i can't candy coat it i'm just gonna lay it out there my my thing is to to put it a little more succinct i think than than chris did which is have a fucking (laughs) point you know there's a lot of podcasts out there that i think have a potential for greatness but they flounder they don't know what the hell they really want to be you know, don't get into this trying to be the next iFanboy or CGS or whatever, because you know what? There's already an iFanboy. There's already a CGS. Right. So right. Your and own you're path. you. Do your own thing and don't try to, you know, there's nothing wrong with here. You know, one of the things I did was I listened to a lot of shows you know, just a whole mess of different shows. And I tried to shake up and not listen to just one genre, you know, like just comic book shows. Right. I listened to a lot of different kinds of shows and I made notes of what I thought worked and especially what I didn't want to do because either it didn't work or it wouldn't work for me. And I think that's very important that you, you have an idea, you know, what I what you want to do, what you want to be, what you want to sound like, and most especially what you don't want to sound like, and and realize what limitations you may have. Because right off the bat, I realized my greatest limitation was going to be, yeah, it would be really, really nice to be one of those, like, up-to-the-minute news type of shows, but how much fucking work is that, you know? And, it, and you got to be How many relevant. people are there out there? I mean, uh, to, to be bluntly honest about that, too, is there's a million other sources of up-to-the-minute news that are way that have millions of people going to them that are way more convenient and yeah there's uh, but at the same point i don't want to discourage people from being up to the minute news no no i'm I'm just using that as an example of why i didn't personally want to do it because i realized it was going to be a lot more work than than i felt like i could really put into it because for one thing i mean you you and i i don't know how much we've ever let you know this you know the the listeners peek behind this particular curtain but you and i frequently record our shows quite a a ways ahead of time you know and if we were going to be the we're on a schedule you know like say like with star wars just as an example if we were going to be the up to the minute news go-to podcast for star wars news we'd have to record it like the night before you know because Mm -hmm. anything else you're going to be outdated by the next day you know what i mean and and we can't do that. We have lives and schedules and other shows. And so that was off the table. You know what I mean? And that, that's all I meant was that, no, I, if somebody wants to be the go-to podcast for any kind of news, Hey, knock yourselves out. I'm just saying that also realize your limitations, that there may be things that, you know, are going to be 
beyond you, you know, physically or time-wise or whatever. So, um, what I was going to add to that is, you know, and if if you do have um, plans that maybe you're not capable of doing at that point, you know, you can come up with a plan to step up to it. You know, you could start by you could start by saying, "I'm going to make a five-minute podcast," you know, and 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 set your limitations and try and and work out something. This is all before even setting it up, you know. Get, get, get the more you get that plan, the the more smoothly it'll come when it comes right down to the wire, and you're going to record that first podcast. You know, the more you have it together in your head to do it, the the smoother it's going to be. And you you know, we did our first podcast twice. <laughs> we recorded it, mixed it, and then went back to the drawing board and started all over again with what we learned. Right from right. you know the process of just building the first one but you, um you bring up a great point that i failed to put into my notes but i feel like this is very important too is when you record something listen to it yourself listen to it over and over and over especially in the early days when you're doing your your beginning shows like you you your first handful of shows go for a drive in the car listen to it in the car you know what's it going to sound like when there's road noise you know and get you you, you got to get used to hearing your own voice too that's right. the one thing that gets people and oh my god it still kind of drives me nuts is hearing my own voice speak it's i can better. hear anybody else's voice but i know that everybody else is hearing their own voice and going Neh. so it's, it's best when you're in love with the sound of your do, own voice well yeah well okay i'm not speaking for you but for most people <laughs> i'm just saying don't don't be intimidated by the sound of your own voice you you're probably not going to like it you're going to what are you always... talking about what's wrong with my voice exactly everybody everybody once you get outside of the sounding board that is your own head that adds a nice little bit of bass to and reverb to your own voice when you hear your own voice as it comes out it always sounds higher pitched more nasally than it would be to yourself and it's it almost always drives people nuts but you just just listen to it a million times you'll get over it and now, I, now I, it's time for the rob liefeld podcast yeah and, I, and, i've heard and, shows like that and uh, <laughs> and but i'll tell you there are famous like newscasters who have weird speech impediments or goofy oh, yeah. voices Paul or Harvey whatever. Was great, but yeah, yeah. He was one goofy, goofy yeah. guy to listen to. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, don't let those things that a lot of times you might think of as being your your worst points necessarily be your, your worst points. Either. That's really rude. Yeah. <laughs> And it gets done quite a bit in podcast <laughs> world, but that you know, I I wouldn't even want to say don't because it could add to the charm as it is adding right now. But I'm gonna get into some of the more, the more nuts and bolts stuff here. And and first thing off, what what you need for a podcast bottom line is something to record your podcast on. Whether you want to record it on something and then dump it onto your computer. Whether you want to have an editing pro, you can get an editing program on your computer, and you could record it straight onto that, and then edit it. Um, you know, there's stuff like um, that. Well, the number one, I would say, one of the things that, that podcasts are built upon is Audacity, which is a free. 
program. You can get it for your Mac, for your PC, and it's a very powerful music editing program. And you can record into it. It's people have problems recording into it. It's a little glitchy recording, but um, there's also free recording programs to be had that you can put onto your computer. But uh, I I would say for anybody who's operating on a on a small budget, Audacity is the way to go. It does just about everything that you know some of the more expensive and more complicated and quote-unquote professional programs do um like say cakewalk which is a good one i've heard for pc for for music editing and um garageband which is what i use for two true freaks because i've got a, a macintosh and it's a very convenient program to use and um now that's if you're just doing a podcast by yourself. Say you're doing one with a with a co-host that's say somewhere else, which a lot of which Scott and I are doing right now. Scott's in Georgia, I'm in New York State as we speak. So the second podcaster's best friend is Skype. And I, I you know, most people know what Skype is nowadays. It's but it, it's also a program you can get on your f- computer for free. So with Skype and Audacity those two tools give you just about everything you need to make a bare-bones podcast, especially since 90% of computers have a built-in microphone mm-hmm. and a camera, you know, because a lot of podcasts are videos, too, and you're, you're dealing with video pretty much like you're dealing with audio in the same way, recording and editing it, so that would fall into here. But we're, we're mostly going to be talking about, you know, uh, audio podcasts here. And uh, another, the the next important thing I I would think is what you're going to use for a microphone. Now, like I said, most computers have a microphone built into them, but you run into problems with that, Um, which is, A, most of the time they're not very good microphones, so you end up sounding a little tinnier. B... If you're having a Skype conversation through your microphone and your computer and you're, say, listening to the conversation on on uh, speakers on your desk, you're going to end up with a feedback echo loop. So when somebody talks and their voice comes out through your speakers, it's going to get picked up by the microphone. It's going to cause you all sorts of hassles. I would say one of the first things Scott and I had to break down and do was we bought headset microphones. You know, USB headset microphones. You can get them for 20 bucks. Um, I would always recommend, as we learned, getting ones with the least amount of articulation in them. As, as simple as possible. The more they articulate, the more they can move around and make little weird clicking noises. Yep. And popping noises, which we had a lot of trouble with in our early days. Yes. And... Um, you know, and you can, and with all this stuff, you can get as fancy as you want. If you want to go the total, you have the money and you have the time, and you want to be, I'm going to be a pro podcaster. You can go and buy a top of the line audio editing. You can go get top of the line microphones. Scott and I have actually um, upgraded into more quote unquote pro microphones. But they're really not that expensive. You can actually get a setup for a very nice USB microphone for you know for the price of microphones seventy nine to a hundred dollars is not very expensive. That has really a pro studio sound, and it comes with you know bells and whistles like a 
a stand for it and stuff so that's not very expensive but it's not also necessary it's not something you absolutely need to do a podcast the headset microphones seem to work very well for most everybody all the time and a, a lot of times you know if you don't know that people are listening on skype and they have a good skype connection it sounds like you have two people in the same room conversing i'm sort of hoping that's what it sounds like with us right now right um but as far as um as far as that goes there's with skype also you can get especially if you have a pc there's a lot more options for skype recorders so that you can just tape your skype call if if you're in a mac it's a little more complicated you have to sort of route your sound the sound of the person who's recording it around a little bit but it's it's not hard and it can also be done for free you don't have to buy software there's plenty of free software out there for recording and and stuff that you can get on on mac and macintosh now another thing that you're going to need is some place to host your podcast and here's where you start getting into money here's where you start to getting into deciding making some decisions about what you want to do what your budget is if you even have a budget and if you don't have a budget there's options out there there's there's places that will that you can put your podcast up for free and there's you know there's there's pros and cons to all of it you can put it up for free but they, you know your podcast will hang around there for a month and then it's gone so you can put up a podcast every month and people can hear it now a place like we're on Libsyn but there's a whole bunch of places I'll just wire off a few there's uh, Libsyn, Podomatic, GoDaddy, Hipcast, R Media, Odeo, Studio and they're all podcasting hosting places and they all have different price ranges and plans and so you want to go and research those and see what's going to work out best for you do you want to have something are you going to put out a lot of long podcasts are you if you're going to do little five-minute podcasts, you know, you might not need a, a lot of bandwidth space for it. Um, when you get bandwidth, is that going to pay for whether um, um, the, the number of people people download? Like, say on Libsyn, 8 million people can download our podcast. It won't cost us anymore. But there's other places, if you exceed a certain amount of bandwidth of downloads, you're going to have to pay more. So you have to you have to look into that and see where your budget is at and 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 what you want but certainly you can always start out doing it free that's always I always um advise you know starting out doing it for as little cost as possible to see if you like it see see how you can do it and I just like that I like the idea that you know the technology is out there for for anybody with a computer to do it at, at, at a limited to almost zero cost I I love that so here's here's a few names of uh, recording programs just that I'll throw out just to, that you could uh, maybe Google search and check out but there's more than these and in looking for these you'll find other ones but these are some popular ones there's a wiretap audio hijack which is what I use on my Mac it's a good one for Macs Power Grammo is one. Pamela is a very popular one. Hot Recorder is another very popular one. Uh, there's one called Kish Kish Sam that I've heard is really good. And um, isn't there one just called Skype Recorder? 
Is is that what you use, Scott? Yeah, that's the one I use. I'm pretty sure. I think that's a pretty popular that, one too. Yeah, it's popular, and I'm pretty sure that one was free as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these are free, you know, or or a lot of them will have free test versions that you can use for 30 days, or that you can only use them for 20 minutes, and they'll put like a hissy noise on it. You know, it's it's different for everybody, but um, with those basic tools. That's all you need, and then after that, it's all, it's all theoretical, you know. I mean, uh, some th- some hurdles you might, uh, things you might want to think about are copyright. Are you using copyrighted material in your podcast? Is it going to get you in trouble? Maybe, um, you know, it depends on how how you're using that. You know, I mean, if you're you're doing a podcast where you're like a DJ and just playing songs that might be a little sketchy or you're playing the new album by somebody like that but you know i mean scott and i do comics and movie podcasts and stuff and we use sound bites and stuff from those things and i think for the most part we can get away with it because it's more of a promotion of something it's more of a fan but you know you have to think about it because some some areas are more touchy about that stuff than others so you 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 want to look into that depending on what you're doing. Um, other than that, everything, you know, I mean, I have to say is from this point on is all just sort of like advice and theoretical stuff and uh, basically a pep talk. <laughs> right. I, I, want as, I, I want as many people out there. I think basically there is, is definitely seems to be a great interest in podcasts and audio entertainment and if I could get up on my soapbox for just a second I really think that people are sick of just listening to songs on their you know now that iPods and MP3 players are so so part of everybody's daily lives I think there's a resurgence in thing people listening to people talk there's oh you know talk radio has always been popular talk radio is still thriving while music radio is dying on the vine because anybody can listen to songs on their computer but you know you have to hunt down somebody talking about some topic and i think there's going to be a great revival of that in the next few years and i think right. there's going to be a great revival in cheap entertainment <laughs> and that's what this is um i mean seriously there's people making money in podcasts and you might want to you know you might be one of those people who are looking at this as i want to do this as a business and get people to advertise on my podcast and stuff to those people i say you have i think an uphill battle right now yes and um if but at the same time if you have a real you know if you have that where you want to make a commercial mass um appeal show that's you know that you're hoping to launch into some sort of nat- national prominence then that's possible too i i would advise spending a lot more money on the front end and get yourself really nice equipment so you can have that pro sound of of all that and uh, i hope i don't sound too disparaging while i say it because i do i do want to encourage people making podcasts like that i'm just not as interested in them as in the podcast of the scruffy Battlestar Galactica fleet <laughs> of podcasts of people who are just talking about things they love. Well, you see, know, that's, have some, that's what I really want people to do. I just want people 
to go out there and express the things that they love doing or get something across that they really want to get out and to, you know, pe- I, 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 I think, I think people cut themselves down too much and, and, uh, sell themselves short on, on being artistic. I think there's a lot of people who would love to do something like that. You know, they'll see a movie and they'll be like, I'd love to be an actor. Or I'd love, but or I'd love to be a writer or something, but they always think that it's some sort of mystical art that you're born into and or you study forever, and, and you can do all that, and you can be born into, you know, a complete natural at doing something. But, you know, people think that's not for just me, a normal person, to do. And podcasts, I tell you, are made... And, uh, you know, podcasts in the form that I love them are made by normal people who just want to talk about the things that they care about. And uh, it's the perfect opportunity. And you might not think that you got it in, it in you, but if, you, if you're thinking about doing it and you really want to do it, then you probably do have it in you in some way. It might take you a while to figure out how to do it exactly. It may take you a little longer than anybody else to learn. To, to, suss out what you're doing but for god's sake do it (laughs) get out there i want to hear more podcasts i want to be (laughs) responsible for them i want to be responsible for them being there i don't want to be responsible for what they do (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah that's that's. I mean, I don't know what else. What else I could. What else I could say, to to people as far as, as doing it. You know. I mean, there's all sorts of fancy things. You can buy soundboards and fancy mics and. Well, that was you. You touched on that. that a moment ago, and that was actually one of my notes that I wanted to to go back to was, uh, you know, you mentioned about you know basically the little scruffy pot podcast. I want people to realize there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, slick and polished is fine. It's all well and good, but honest and sincere, even if it's rough, in my opinion, is infinitely better than uh-huh. slick and polished and lacking saying heart. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Saying nothing. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff like that. And I've seen my share of video and heard my share of audio podcasts that aspire to that and when i hear it a lot of times you know it makes me think of the people's motivation as being more like i want to be i want to do a popular podcast but that's about that's what they want sometimes i think it wouldn't matter what that podcast was on they just want it to be slick and professional and are hoping that will will you know, by the sheer sheen of it, that will impress people enough. And when I usually listen to stuff like that, it's usually sorely lacking in content. Mm-hmm. I actually I watched a, a video podcast called The Conspiracy Chicks. Not to name drop, but I did. I watched one called The Conspiracy Chicks yesterday, and um, you know, it was supposed to be the news with a spin of what the conspiracy theories are. And they were doing the BP oil spill and stuff like that. Well, I was about it. And, you know, they built a whole studio and they had, you know, you could tell the the two women who were the hosts had makeup on and had a teleprompter to tell them 
you know, what was coming up. And uh, there was lights and it was, you know, they'd put a lot of time into it and graphics coming up. And uh, then they basically, they, they talked about news items and that was about it. They didn't really go into the conspiracy theories that were floating around them. They just sort of said that this is, they presented it as if the, as if all this presentation would make it and the name of it would make it what it was, but it wasn't. It was the content that would have made it what it was. And the content was like a fluffy 10 minute news show with no real conspiracy theory. So you didn't even really get what it said in the, but a lot of time and effort and money had been put into it. And, and I was just thinking, these guys came up with the idea, the conspiracy chicks, and we'll have two girls talking about it. And that's as far, and then they started setting it all up with, you know, okay, we got to get graphics for them and this and that. And they did. And they all looked nice and it, and it all looked nice, but there was nothing to it. So don't do that. <laughs> if you're going to do a slick professional show, put some, put some content in it if you want me to listen to it. But as a matter of fact, if you want to do the crappiest podcast in the world... Have at it, Haas. <laughs> Just go out there and do it. You know, do get into that. The creative process. Oh no, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't tell him that. Because no, that uh, that goes into another one of my notes. Is well, it's all a matter of taste. You know, I mean, but I can tell somebody, taste, somebody who could, somebody who goes out and says, "I am going to make the crappiest podcast in the world." Who knows? I might love it. <laughs> you know, I might be like, "Huzzah, man! This is you know, writing the guy. I'm the, your biggest fan." He's like, "I'm trying to just." <laughs> distance myself from all people and disillusion everybody why don't you leave me alone you know so <laughs> you, you never know what you, you know what you're encouraging or discouraging so i just want to be i want to be positive all the time scott yeah yeah sure you do i want to um, be nice all the time and i don't want to get bogged down and i don't want to be a negative nelly like all these people out there all right I where is chris honeywell and what have you done with him positive makes you a better person <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, if you I don't want, have anything nice. Don't say anything at all. I want to encourage people to get into this as well. But actually, that's another one of my notes is, you know, we don't need any more. <laughs> we don't need any more boring podcasts. There are. Yeah, OK, that, that that'll be that'll be another piece of advice. No boring podcasts. <laughs> don't do anything boring. And and that's a, that's a fine piece of advice, because, you know, I mean, the guy who's doing on you know his podcast on how to dissect and segment earthworms will be completely fa hopefully if he's doing a podcast he'll be completely fascinated with that topic <laughs> so he won't be making a boring podcast for earthworm dissectors <laughs> but that's the thing is you know you're no matter you can do a podcast on any little thing now you don't have to do your podcast on a wide sweeping topic you can do a podcast on something that you do that's might be a, a niche thing that you may not that's even have best. anybody in yeah you you may not have anybody in your whole town that has that same interest with you but once you start doing a podcast on it especially if it's something weird like that that you know not many people do you're going to find the people that do and they're going to be very happy to see you probably that was <laughs> that was the best piece of advice i got 
for podcasting from a veteran podcaster, I feel. Specialize. Specialize. Find something that, you know, it's like writing. You know, they say the same thing about people who who write. You know, they say, well, I want to be a novelist or I want to, you know, I want to write comic books. or You know, they always say, write what you know. It's the same thing with podcasting. Talk about what you know. Talk about what you're most passionate about. Find the thing that lights your fire and go with that, you know, rather than trying to to be huge right out of the gate and, and, you know, be the next, you know, whatever the top podcast is that's out there that, you know, the one that that you're looking at and going, wow, I want to be them. Don't try to be them. Just try to be you and and find your thing, and you know, hopefully, you know the audience will will come to you. Um, I just I really only had a, a just a few notes on this because again, you know, it goes back to my fear of 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 sounding pretentious or anything like that. So I, I really hope that this doesn't come off that way at, at all, because I really want it to be more of, you know, like Chris was saying, more of an encouraging thing, more of a supportive thing. Um, but just a couple things that I thought of was, uh, I hear an awful lot of podcasts that seem to talk at the audience, but there's really not, I, I think the very best ones talk are having a conversation yeah it's almost like you're having a conversation with your with your audience exactly you know and those are the ones i think i like the absolute best the ones where i feel like you know and i'm not talking like you have to you have to talk to your audience like you're acting they're actually in the room with you but just like it's a fireside chat yeah like you're somehow engaging them and they're interested you know I think some people are afraid to be personal, you know, and I'm not saying you have to lay your soul bare or, you know, reveal every intimate detail of your, of your life and everything, because you can go too far with that, too. I mean, there's podcasts out there that tell you every <laughs> single detail. Yeah, too much information. You know, you you know, you know, the name, <laughs> of, their wife, the name of their kids, the name of I'm their dog, of- you know, where they went to school. And it's like and just. Just for internet safety's sake, too, that's probably not a, <laughs> a good idea to give too much information out. Just yeah, for it's just, just for the sake of I- yeah, but it's just not a good idea <laughs> if you know if your show is about you know Star Trek and you know you're talking about the time in the third grade that you know Sally Jones shot you down for for a date that's probably going to bore the shit out of your audience you know now now i don't know it depends on how you tell the story it it does but i mean you have i don't know you have to make it relevant to to what your your thing is all about but you know but there are some 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 podcast and podcasters that are very good at the personal angle and and it becomes almost more about them yeah, and their personality as an individual well, or as a cast too. that works you know. too. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. that's talk radio. Talk radio is built on personalities. Ninety. I mean, we of the we get that are... compliment quite a bit. You know, not to toot our own horns, but we do. We get that quite well, a bit where people tell us that you know I don't really like such and such, but I listen to you because I like the stories that you tell about this, that, or the other. That's you know that's pretty cool. Well, one you know? one. One little story I'll tell here is uh, Scott and I last year 
when we met up at Dragon Con, he's driving me to the, the train station to go home. And on the way to the train station, um, he just threw his recorder on the dashboard of his car. And we recorded our conversation. And it was literally like a conversation, you know, just a conversation that we were having. We really weren't really paying attention that we were even recording it. And a lot of it was navigation <laughs> through a sort right. of seedy part of town. And uh, just on a whim, Scott threw it up on a, a podcast as sort of a, a little tag on the end of it. And it was probably, what, like 10 or 15 minutes of yeah. of us talking. And, you know, we were kind of nervous because we it was, you know, sort of superfluous to the show. You know, we were just talking about general stuff. We weren't talking about the normal topics of our show or even Dragon Con or whatever. And um, surprisingly, that portion got singled out a lot of times as <laughs> something that people really liked. And right. people mentioned specifically on that show, I really liked the fact that you guys, the, that, that part of the show. So it's a lot of the times a lot of times if you what you think people are how how you think people are going to take something or how they're going to react to it is not necessarily how it ends up working out in reality i don't know i can't tell you how many times scott and i have been surprised by something that we thought would flop really big succeeding and something that we thought would uh be like a huge hit that was eh, just went down normally you know right <laughs> something that we thought whoa this is gonna you know people are gonna go nuts for this and that eh, was just like another show and then there were other times where we were like well this show's kind of a clunker and and it turns out there's something about it that a lot of people like so yep. um one thing just in the artistic i've noticed in my artistic experiences sometimes it's hard to judge the quality of what you're doing or or if what you're doing is completely successful because you're your own worst critic and it's it's and at the at the same time with with your material subject when you're looking at it subjectively you know you're in love with it you're in love with the thing you're doing and at the same time you're the most hypercritic of it and so it's hard to get a perspective on if what you're doing is actually working or not until you actually have people listening to it. You it know, all it I've, also depends on your personal definition of success because I have a nasty right. feeling that that most people, at least in this country, their definition, their strict definition of success is has something to do Moolah. with money. And for me, I didn't feel like a success in podcasting until I started getting emails that said things like, you know, I've really been down in the dumps lately. My girlfriend left me, you know, shit just hasn't been going my way. And I heard such and such on your show to me, you know, you, you made my week, you made me laugh, you made me cry, you know, whatever. And you made a difference. Thank you for putting that out there. That to me is the that's more rewarding than if they'd sent me money for it, you know, because right, yeah, I I agree with that. I I I personally would rather have people listen to us and more people listen to us and to have people enjoy it or to be like say, oh, I tried out, I read this book or I listened to this movie because you guys were talking about it and 
I was interested in it. Or I used to really love Star Trek too, so I'm going back and watching all that stuff. That really, I really like when that happens. And I have the suspicion that if your podcast is free, you have a lot more people listening to it, to you than if you sell it, which you can do. You know, you can put your podcast on iTunes and have it so people pay 99 cents to download it. And we've never done that, so I don't know how that, I don't know how well that works, how yeah. willing people are to pay, but I have, we're on iTunes too, but we're free. You know, you can just push a button and listen to us. So I, I get a feeling we have more people listening to us because we're free. So I'd rather make that trade off and 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 have more people listen rather than less people listen and getting a couple bucks every once in a while, you know. Well, my my thing is is that I I find it very unlikely that if we suddenly went to you know asking folks to pay any amount that we'd lose I, about everybody. <laughs> everybody because I mean, why would you? Yeah. You know, when there when there's umpteen bazillion podcasts out there, all of them for free, why would anybody charge? I mean, if the big guys out there, you know, the the most popular podcasts out there, ones that literally have listenership in the millions, if they're not charging, you know, how can somebody, right. you know, that's that's, you know, in the tens of thousands at best, yeah. you know, how can they charge? You know, you you yeah. can't. I was just sort of using that as a little backdoor to excuse to talk about the ways people could possibly make money from podcasting. I mean, you See, can sell advertising. There's people, you know, you can have a website with ads on it or yeah. you can have ads on your podcast. And people do that. So that's also, you know, if you're into but, but, that. Before you get into that, doable. and I, I'm, te I'm tempted to say that I really wish that, that you wouldn't get into that. But no, I mean, people need to know that, you know, what there is out there for monetary. An but, and, and if but, you want And if you want to go in that direction, that's. You know, if, if you're looking to, to, to monetize it or to, to make a, a little money or to offset your expenses, that's a way to do it. Right. But my my thing is, before you get into that, is I, I want to the importance, I think, of getting into this for, quote unquote, the right reasons. I, you know, I have literally known people that got into podcasting because I think they thought that they were going to be the next, I don't know, Rush Limbaugh or right. something, you know, that, that they were going to get snapped up somehow, get uh, into uh, real radio and, and make the bucks. More, and more. I think more like in the podcast world, it would be like Kevin Smith with this Smodcast. Right. You know, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of people yeah, who want to yeah. be that sort of thing, you know. And that's all well and good. That's, that's fine. But understand that you know that's quite the mountain i'm not saying it can't be done but that's you know that's quite the thing and that's one of the many men try you know few men make it to right. the top of that mountain it's one of the you know you you basically here you know here's how it is it's like anything it's like having a band it's like making movies you can do it for yourself and you can do it you know, for for your own amusement and hope for the best as far as people seeing it and loving it. Or you can go, you know, into the direction of the beast <laughs> where you 
you know, you're, you're going for, you know, you're going with the desire for mass appeal. And, right. you know, that it, it just be, just let, let it be known that when you do go in that direction, that it's, sur- it's survival of the fittest in the most brutal form. You know, you, you start, you start paying off or you pretty quickly are, are done, you know, and the strongest make it to strongest, luckiest, then the ones who the want it the most make it to the top and the most cutthroat. So when you're going into the mass business, you're fighting the masses. If you go into a niche, you got your own little niche and, and you don't have, you know, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You don't have to prove to your advertisers that you're getting enough people listening. Oh, fuck. Um, and another thing is you have to, with podcasting, is you have to get over tons of technical difficulties. And um, as, as uh, 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 in this podcast, I've, my Skype has been malfunctioning. So if you've been noticing in the last few minutes a little bit of uh, choppiness in our talking, that's because of a hurdle in podcasting that we have to get over but that, that you'll all experience if you use skype but um well i, I wanted yeah. to get back to, to one thing though what i what i was trying to get at before is first and foremost and this is strictly my opinion but first and foremost i think you should only get into podcasting really for fun because you 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 get a kick out of it you get a thrill out of it you know, it's just something that you're doing for, for purely for your own enjoyment at first. You know, because I think getting, in, you know, it's it's no problem once at you first. get in and you start to get successful or whatever. If you want to start to actually work towards ways to make money or, or that sort of thing, that's fine. But I just think that the 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 motivation, the original motivating factor, should be. Because you want to, because you, you, yeah. you know, because you it's fun to be. say, because any other reason, especially monetary gain, if that, if that's your motivator right out of the gate, it's more than likely. 99.9% yeah. sure that you're going to be crushed. <laughs> yep. It's just going to frustrate you and it's going to disappoint you. And I've, I've literally seen this happen. Um, we have, uh, you know, a, a good friend in the podcasting community that I hear frequently frustrated, and I think that's why, because, you know, God bless him, his heart's in the right place. He's a damn good podcaster. Great podcast, yeah. But I, I think it's just one of these things where where he just he had very lofty and. I hesitate to say unrealistic, but I think they were slightly unrealistic ideas of I would what say was difficult going to... rather than unrealistic. Because I, you know, I will say it can be done. It's right. just not very. I don't think it's very common at all. And you know, the and the people who can do it, and the people who really want to do it, will not be encouraged or discouraged. One tad over anything we say about them not being able to do it or having a hard time doing it. They're not going to care. They want it and they're going to go for it. So I would advise being one of those people. If you, 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 you have to really want it and really be willing to 
pound your head against the wall and t and take those take the blows just like anything just if you want to be a famous actor if you want to be a famous any kind of entertainment business if you want to reach that pinnacle of the top of it then you've got a long road ahead of you unless you're the luckiest son of a bitch in the world mm -hmm. and another thing i w want to say after i just noticed the um gender specific term that i just used there is i want to see more girls podcasting now i yeah. i can't tell you what the demographics of podcasting are but i know that i can get a really good idea of the demographics in comic sci-fi world where scott and i and i know this is just setting me up for a joke but there's not as many there, i know there's a lot of girls out there who are interested in this stuff and um and the the I, I would love to hear more podcasts from them. You know, I don't care. They don't have to be like girl centric podcasts. As a matter of fact, I, I don't like that. I like hearing just somebody doing a podcast on their thing, but I just notice there's not as many girls and we, we need more girls out there pot doing everything artistic, more bands made up of girls that aren't just girl bands that are just like, Hey, we're a band. I, I it's, it's a grave I don't know if it's an injustice. I don't know if it's society discouraging women. I don't know if it's women discouraging themselves. I don't know if it's Santa Claus using a mystery machine up at the North Pole to screw with women's heads. Oh, that would be awesome. But I don't know what the reason is for it, but I know there seems to be just, it seems to be a big sausage party here. And well, I, I, think I know. I think it should be, why, why wouldn't it be 50-50, you know? I agree with you completely, except that I find it extremely ironic that the the one uh, female-hosted show that I'm aware of and that I do listen to, and you know, I've refrained from name-dropping this whole episode, but this time I am going to name-drop. But they're such a great podcast. The Super Future Friends. They're, they're absolutely fantastic, and, and they're one of my absolute top podcasts because and, and I'll tell you, they're one of those podcasts funny and it's just a damn good show that's doing what they do better and than I don't anybody. know what I don't know what the hell they're talking about I don't know what and what not about the the first thing about the subject matter that they're talking about but I know when I listen to that podcast I'm laughing my ass off from yep. beginning to end yeah it is a great it is a great podcast and they did not pay us to talk about it as a matter of fact I bet you they'd be surprised that we're pumping them up on here but yeah I mean Come on, ladies, get out here and show these guys what what for. There's just there's too many guys getting away with just being completely guy. We need we need to mix it up here and make it <laughs> make it true. a little. We've even been accused more, of that once or twice. Well, we're two guys. We're two guys doing a podcast. Of course, it's going to come off to be you know. I mean, it's not like the metrosexual you know hair gel hour. It's right. the we're talking well, we about got, we got manly, an email. studly things like Star Wars and, right. and, and, and comic books. We got an email not long ago that was something to the effect of, uh, love your show, I just don't care about the way that you talk about women. And I completely don't know how to fucking answer that because it's like, uh, what is you he talking women. about? It's like, I love women, I'm not gay. What the hell do you want me to say about women? I, You know, I, you know. I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. get it. I to <laughs> it totally went over my head. I was like, I I don't know what I said, but 
Believe I just me, wish... dude. I love women. What what more do you want? You know. I wish I wish the 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 world of podcasting and I can even extend it into the whole world of art. I wish it reflected our society more as far as like you know pretty much i think actually the scales tip just like by a percentage of a percent of there being more women than there are men in our society you know so so i think there's like five more women than there are men in the united states or something like that (laughs) i'm full of of shit you are full of um, shit but you know I, yeah, I just wish it was I was reflected and, and you know, and I don't mean, you know, like on TV where you have the um oh, Lifetime Network or something like that. Oh Jesus, who thought just, that you know, was a good idea? It doesn't have to, be, you know, I I mean, oh, but hey, you know, if you want to do a podcast about being a woman, then uh, that, you know, if that's whatever. You should but, totally do a podcast about being a woman. I should. I could give tips. Because in reality, in my heart of hearts, and, you know, maybe this is the wrong place to talk about it, but I am a, a kind of chunky um, black lesbian woman. On the if, inside? Like, trapped in the, the body inside, of a... If, uh, and, 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 you know, it, I think it's humorous, but... In some ways, there are times when I find my inner angry. She's not always angry, but a lot of times she is pretty angry. Inner uh, lesbian African-American woman really comes (laughs) out. And I find myself, I find myself sometimes getting more offended, like get like getting more pissed off than the women around me about some stuff. (laughs) So... I don't know. Yeah, if all of a sudden we were stripped of these illusions that are our bodies and and uh and I try to refrain from telling, you know, my girlfriends that they're actually making love to a to a uh um <laughs> kind of a little baby fat, you know, black lady that they're, you know, that they may be having their first lesbian experience, actually. I, I, I usually don't share that. I think that would usually... Shit, I just talked about it on the podcast, didn't I? Oh, well, cat's out of the bag. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to improve or, or help or hurt my dating life. <laughs> oh, it wait. Couldn't, couldn't anything can, yeah, I was just going to say, anything can possibly help. But anyway... Make a podcast, people. Put it out there. My last I note hear, and, and, is and, uh, to wrap the whole thing up, at least from my angle, is there is no special training required for this. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that you have to be some sort of tech person or technically inclined or take a class on on it to do it or how to use your voice and right. all this and it's really not necessary at all you know everything you need to learn you can learn you know with yourself and the internet looking you know there's millions of tutorials on how to use every single piece of software on YouTube and forums full of people talking about how you know they fixed something that didn't work or you know they got around a limitation that you know, you 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 can learn everything 
just sitting in front of your computer and by doing it, by trial and error, by making mistakes and, you know, and it's not like a live radio show. You can sit there and, you know, uh, experiment with making your podcast until you made what you wanted and then you can put it up for people right. to listen to when you feel like it's ready. And there's nobody cracking the whip and as to when you have to have it done or, or uh, you know, theoretically. So... Yeah. But also, and, though, I mean, if you if you make a commitment of, you know, if you tell your listeners, you know, OK, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be weekly or we're going to be, gonna, to you it. know, have episodes up, you know, every third Wednesday, you know, of September's on leap years, you know, then do it, you know, try yeah. your damnedest to, to stick to that, too. You know, it's not going to be consumed think... in hellfire if you don't, but it's nice for the, you know, to be yeah, consistent yeah. will keep people listening to you because they know you're going to be there. But I think, I, I, I think what I, what, what I meant more, what, what I should have said was, you know, when, when, before you put it out, you don't have, you know, it's not like if, if I don't get this done by, in a week, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to run out of time you know you can sit and take your time and learn how to do it and practice and do it before you get it out and you know there's not there's no pressure so it's it's easier to learn but if you if you set a schedule i yeah stick to it it's it's uh it helps a it helps a lot and it helps get into, helps you get into a rhythm of doing it also but yeah, I and mean, it don't, keeps you doing it. The more you do it, the better you get, too. Yeah, don't don't think that you have to have some sort of special training or that it, you know only you know only professionals get you know can be a podcast that sort of bullshit. You and know? there will be people who'll tell you that at every right. juncture of the they'll tell you, well, if you want to do it like a pro, and take that with a grain of salt. Right. You but know, get in there. The, yeah. Do it the way that works for you. Figure out the way that works for you. Listen to everybody will tell you how to do things as if they're the ultimate authority and this is the way to do it and it's good to listen to it and and as you find you listen to different people you'll get a whole bunch of different things you can try but yeah, don't take you know, that's anything something as a final that we, authority. Yeah, that's something we never really got into either Chris is you know what happens all right you know you you you've made your show you've put it out there first couple of episodes are up feedback starts to come in it's not entirely positive you know what do you do about that and and my best piece of advice on that is listen to it read it take it to heart don't let it get you down don't let it discourage you don't let it run you off and and make you throw down your microphone and say well fuck this i guess i'm not any good at it um and just try to try to learn from what you know take it constructively but and i think this is the most important thing if you're doing what you want to be doing if you're happy with your product you know or your your show and you've put something out there that you feel passionately about even if you're not getting the praise you think you want or deserve or whatever even if it's overwhelmingly negative you know, I say stick to your guns if eventually, you're happy with what you're putting, because eventually you will reach the audience that you're aiming at. You will find people that yes. see the merit in what you're saying, you know, unless you're talking about, you know, 
you know, kill whitey or, you know, Nazi supremacy or some ridiculous fucking... No, you'll still you know? find people who want to listen well, to you, yes, but I don't really no, want to no, yeah. listen. That's not what I meant, though. But I'm, but I'm saying, you know, yeah. if you, uh, you know, you put up something and it, it may be an unpopular opinion. You know, the movie X comes out and 99.9% of the entire rest of the fucking planet thinks that it's the most awesome movie that was ever made and ever will be made. And you think it's a steaming pile of shit. Don't be afraid to say so. As and a matter of fact, back down and be a pussy and change because other people don't agree with you. You're not there to just sort of, well, you might be there to echo popular opinion, but yeah, don't be afraid. And and also realize that oftentimes you may have a goal of what you want to do. You already have figured out that goal. You know where you're going with it. Sometimes it takes people a little while to figure out what you're up to right? Or, or or to get it, you know? A lot of times, like, you could explain your podcast to someone and they, uh, but they hear it and they go, oh, okay, I get it now when they hear it happen. And, you know, don't be, yeah, don't be discouraged if people don't get get you at first, you know? It might take time for people to get you. It might take time for the people who just get you right off the bat to find you. And, um, you know, I think people have more, you know, more of a, a imperative to try to get people to get them rather than to find out what people want and give it to them. I would rather have people presenting themselves and, and a measure of your successes might be down the line how many people get what you're doing, you know, by, by presenting it differently. But... Don't change what you're doing because of that. Change maybe your approach to it to make your point get across better. Fine-tune that rather than changing what you're talking about in order to please people. Because it is. It's, it's when, when people give you good feedback, it's very... I mean, you can see the phenomena. YouTube is all about that phenomenon of people want attention and praise. So they'll do anything on YouTube to get attention and praise, and they and they love it. But you know, I, I all I have to say is to, just don't do it just for the sake of that, you know, and don't be don't be discouraged by l- lack of praise or or by bad feedback. If you're getting if you're getting f- bad feedback, somebody's heard you. <laughs> somebody's right. heard you and formed an opinion <laughs> on it. And that's better than nothing. And you know, you got to realize that that, that that there's going to be a percentage of people that are going to disagree with you, no matter what you're talking about. So, you know, get get yourself a thick skin, but not so thick that you're immune to hearing what people have to say. Right. And that's about all I would really have to say about that. That's about all I'd have to really say about anything at at, at this point. I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I all just, I got too. And you know, I, I would encourage if anybody out there, you know, you know, if they have questions or, or anything like that, you know, I mean, we are perfectly approachable for things like that. 
Uh, you know, now I hope we don't get flooded with people that <laughs> want us to walk them through every single little detail step because, frankly, I don't have time for that. Uh, yeah, yeah but... I don't have time to, to, to do that. But, but, yeah, I can definitely help point people in directions. And, yeah, two true freaks at gmail.com. Don't be shy about emailing us with any questions. And if it's something we don't know, I'll try to figure out a direction to point you to somebody who does know. But,. And I'd be very interested if anybody's heard this and decided to make a podcast. Uh, if you email us at the same email and tell us, it would be very... Yes, please do, because when you get <laughs> rich and purely famous, selfish. we want to talk, God damn it. Purely selfish. We want to we wanna hear that we inspired somebody to start a podcast so that it will feed our egos even more. Because... <laughs> As great as we are, we're not immune to our ego getting puffed up a little bit every now and then. Not at all. So, you know, we do appreciate the praise and and I and and any any hate mail you can direct it right at me. I I eat that shit up. So I guess to send you out, I just have this to say, get up off your ass and make a podcast. <laughs> Did you know you can sponsor an episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows? That's right. Simply click the PayPal link on our website, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy and there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com is spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S dot Libson, which is L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. You can find me, Scott Gardner, both on Twitter and Facebook. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com slash league. We are also members of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check it out at www.comicspodcast.com, where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. Thanks for listening. Join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Two True Freaks has been brought to you today by DeManzo Corps of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U.